You will fail. So what? Everybody does. But your gym, your watch, your yoga pants, they pretend you won't. So when you miss a day, eat the pancakes. Give up on a workout? You failed? Seriously, what the hell? We're body. We've been a part of that too, but not anymore. At body, we're rejecting perfection and embracing reality. Not in a pizza Monday kind of way, in a loving your whole life kind of way. In a, this workout is fun and it's okay if I take a week off kind of way. In an, I'm eating healthy and it's okay if I indulge kind of way. In a, I like myself no matter what kind of way. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com. Hey, welcome back, everyone. You're Real Moms of Bravo, and this is episode three. Woohoo! Woohoo! Before we get started, we just want to thank everyone who has quickly followed us and listened. It's amazing how much love we feel. We really, really appreciate your support, and we love you all for it. Seriously, you guys made last week so fun. We were like each like hour checking our Instagram, listening, um, looking at our analytics to see how many listeners we were getting. Like, thank you, like from the bottom of our hearts. It was so awesome, and we hope that it just continues to grow. Mm-hmm. And before we dive in with our recaps, let's talk about what's going on with LVP. I mean. It's crazy. I don't know if you guys saw our Instagram. My biggest concern is the swans. Uh, and it seems like a lot of people like the swans too. But the, I mean, there is crazy drama going on in Beverly Hills. Yes. And for those of you living underneath a rock, Lisa Vanderpump was rumored to have left. But now she is saying, she's basically saying that you have to hear it directly from her for it to be true. But there's so many things swirling around this that I kind of feel like it's true. I, I think there's gotta be some truth to it um, because where else would it come from? Otherwise, like, I think like somebody leaked it and I'm sure I mean, it has to come from a source of one of the other housewives who have said that she, she's done. She gone. Well, and I know her brother passed. So obviously that's awful. And that grieving, like I totally want to respect that process, but I feel like you would think if she was just open about that, that people would just kind of let this rumor be and die. So it makes me feel like there's more to it than that. Yeah. And maybe it's like, you know, obviously we don't know. So it could be the manner in which she passed away. and by no means trying to like give her a hard time for the way like she's processing the death of a loved one. But there there's been tragedies ha- that have happened on other uh, cities and seasons with people. And I mean, it, in some respect, I think it's what happens when you sign up to be part of a reality show. I mean, real life. And we're going to talk about it and what happened in, with New Jersey and OC and Atlanta this week. Um, you know, it's not always as, as she would say, it's not always uh, rosé and diamonds, but it should be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, I think some of it is when horrible things happen, it's, you know, when you sign up for these shows, you have to put your life out there. And I think in a lot of ways, you might reach people that you didn't expect to. I think about like, you know, we'll talk about it a little bit more, but Jackie opening up about IVF, I bet she gained a whole group of fans that she didn't even, you know, realize out there that were struggling with it or my gosh, like, no, no, like, Oh, like they're uh, from New Jersey. And, you know, so I think like it, it is heartbreaking and it's awful, but like that is part of 
being a real housewife is the good, the bad, and the ugly. So I feel I like I was literally just going to say that. <laughs> yes, I, it, 100%. Yeah. It's out there. It's what you signed up for. I mean, and this isn't the first season that she's been on. I feel like Lisa just, I don't think she can take, I don't want to say she can't take criticism, but I don't think she handles being the bad guy very well. No. Not that anyone really does, but it's just kind of like as our buddy Lisa Renner said, just own it. Just own yeah, your shit. Own it. You know? Own it. Well, and I think for her, like anytime the tides change and it's like some of the women aren't totally on her side, she's always had somebody in her corner. And I feel like usually it's Kyle. And even in, um, gosh, were they in Dubai when Kyle was like, I have lied, I lied to all of them for you. So, yeah. I mean, maybe Kyle's kind of like, you know, I'm sick of this. And so if Lisa didn't have anyone in her corner and she was, you know, grieving the loss of her brother, maybe she's just like, it was just too much and uh, an overwhelming, you know, drama and stress for her. And she had to remove herself. Um, yeah. But I'm really, I mean, she said to entertainment tonight, you'll see when you watch the show and she's being very like hush hush and kind of cryptic about it. So who well, knows? Even her tweet. Her, she's probably going to have like a launch of another Rosé line, but yeah. anyway, and we'll drink we'll it. So more. here we yeah. are. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. We'll talk more once Beverly Hills gets back on, but we wanted to give you all a scoop. Let's just kind of going back to Jackie and IVF. Let's talk about Jersey. Oh my gosh. I mean, clearly I love Jersey. If you guys have not caught on to this, they are, I think it's one of the few cities that I've never not looked forward to it premiering. I even like when Teresa was gone for a little bit, I still loved watching. When Joe. she was away. You mean yeah. When she was when away. She was away <laughs> in prison. Um, but I mean, God, they're just so great. It's just unlike any other city. And I just love them so much. Um, yes, I did. Did you notice in the beginning of the episode, Dolores in the, the store I mean, with her dog? <laughs> yeah, but I was so confused because she was still walking them and pushing a stroller. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, do but the dogs go, like, do they just get tired and maybe I don't she wants know. to keep walking? I don't know. But there was two other dogs that were on leashes. There's one in it. She had, like, three dogs. Oh, so one was, because it looked like I saw her walking the two and then she was pushing a stroller. So I, yeah. in my head, thought, because if you've ever had a dog that gets older or, like, Molly, one of my dogs, uh, can't last as long as Penny, my other dog. And so, like, it wouldn't be a bad idea for me to invest in a stroller so that when she gets tired, I can throw her in and me and Penny can keep on trucking. But um, I did not see the other dog in there. So that makes a little bit more sense. But... No, it was I was laughing to myself. I'm like, all right, child's out of college and this is where you're at with your life. You know, I had a former coworker who had a stroller for her cats. So, you know, to each their own. But I thought that was so funny. I was really confused. So thanks for uh, catching on that there was a puppy in there because I thought maybe it was just for like an elderly dog to take a little break yes it caught my eye speaking of dogs my dog just tried to join the show so oh, hi jackson tip tap that was him um and then you know joe's love i think joe's officially unofficially and officially our favorite absolutely marge i just love how much he loves her and roots for her and his whole thing this episode was how he was like you don't need plastic surgery since marge senior was getting a, a, a facelift right lift up yeah whole facelift yeah I know he's so sweet I mean clearly we're a little bit biased because he like has given us so much love and like comments on our stuff and he's just like the sweetest but um no he I mean he truly truly loves her and I think it's so sweet and it just I I could never see them ever breaking up like they just seem like they're such a strong couple and I I am just so happy for them that they just seem so happy together 
Same. And with the new housewives, I think I'm going to like Jackie more than Danielle. Okay, yeah. Danielle, I, I'm going to try to keep an open mind. Um, maybe it's also because I don't feel like I can relate to Danielle because if my husband tried to if my marriage was the way her marriage was it like I, it wouldn't work for me same, um same. but you know everyone's different but like okay Jackie when she was talking about her minivan so I recently got a minivan Vanessa saw it today I mean uh, guys this is not your average minivan this is like the most I, pimped out minivan I've ever seen I had certain things I wanted on the interior and I was like I don't care about the exterior so I have this like all black minivan but when I say all black, even the rims are black. And it's hilarious to me because I have like a gangster minivan and I just didn't even know there was such an option. But Jackie, when she was talking about how she's like, I'm a mom with a minivan and I don't care. Kids could spill water. I'm like, God, that is like a woman after my own heart. Yes. And like, like you, we talked about a little bit earlier, her being open about IVF and the fact that she's two sets of twins. Like I was, I, my mind holy crap like I sometimes can only handle my one daughter (laughs) let alone two sets of twins so good for her for being open about that because we know so many people are suffering in silence and fortunately I did not experience any infertility issues but I know so many other women who do and who just we want to support you like as women we need to support each other and you never know I mean I I would encourage anyone listening to anyone who doesn't have a kid don't ask them like, when are you planning to have oh my kids God. or yeah. anything like that? Cause you really don't know if they've been trying for a long time. Yeah. Or like that news for, to you. When is that? Like, I feel like it's always like when's number two, when's number three, like, yes, you just too. never know with people where they're at and why they might not want kids or my, like they might be trying forever. But I do love that she opened up about IVF. I think like more people need to talk about it. Uh, Michelle Obama just now was talking about it. But she was saying like, she didn't know that, at the time, like how common miscarriages were when she was trying to get pregnant. Um, you know, what was it like 20 years ago? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I do like, that was so cool. And I think she's going to be a little bit more real and a little bit more relatable than Danielle. I don't know too many people that, uh, have a marriage the way hers is. So oh, wait, I, you know um, what? I think I got her name wrong. Is there, I don't think her name is Danielle. No, wait. <laughs> what is it? Well, clearly we don't care for her. Oh my god, I would say we'll edit this out, but we're not even like people. We're not that fancy. No, so we're me... not that fancy. Hold on, so new don't. housewife, New Jersey. Oh my god, I just was going off of it, and I at first I was like, "Is her name Danielle?" No. Um. Well, it... let's just call her Danielle because she's. I honestly, she's been pretty boring. I do know her um, husband still. Yeah, Bill. Okay, it's Jackie and like she's like I googled new housewife in New Jersey and she's like not even Jennifer. 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 Sorry, Danielle. Totally different. Jennifer. <laughs> Jennifer Aiden. Yeah. Um, wow. But oh. For those listening, we met Jennifer. You know where we were going. Yes, you knew exactly where we were going. <laughs> oh, I just googled as I was googling it says Jackie um, Goldschneider said that my proudest achievement is my children. So I thought that was really cute. Oh, that's really sweet. Um, but no, yeah, but so Jennifer, Jennifer. Yeah, Jennifer, not Danielle. <laughs> Jennifer, um, the fact the the whole story, her thing is weird. She was referring to herself in the third person, I think, in some of her interviews, and then her husband 
I mean, yeah. he needs to work on his acting a little bit. We all know it's reality TV and things. That like, seems so know. scripted to me. It I've never seen so a more scripted scene. Yeah. I've never. Yeah, it just felt super forced. Like, and just you worthy. You want me to rearrange my schedule, <laughs> yeah. and you didn't ask me, and then you want to go away and leave our children. <laughs> Yes. Okay. I was like, yes. what? To go this to Oklahoma? So... Because okay, and that to me, I'm like, girl, first of all, you, should, you have five kids and you're just now leaving them for the first time, but they're going to Tulsa. Like, that's going to be your big your getaway. Big it's Tulsa, yeah. Oklahoma. Coming from someone that lives in the Midwest, um, Tulsa is not where I, that would not be my hot I destination. Mean, that would have been my hot destination several years ago because I had an obsession with Hanson. So I've been there. <laughs> I don't think I you would have umbopped on over there. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But that whole, she's, I don't know. We'll see how she plays out in the previews. Um, Jennifer seems to kind of, things get some heated. I, it'll be interesting to see how she survives with these yeah. ladies. Okay, I was dying though watching like so the first time really like all of them there were bits of them together at uh, Melissa's birthday party and then they were all together again at this hatchet throwing everybody minus Danielle who we the original Danielle we <laughs> don't mean Jennifer yeah. <laughs> um, I, I don't know why hatchet throwing is so trendy like I can't I don't see myself wanting to do it um or wanting finding it entertaining but I love that like nobody could really get it except for Jackie like it seems like it's really hard so I don't know why this is such a fun activity I feel like the producers are like so how do you guys feel like throwing some hatchets you know what I don't know what else what I mean New Jersey probably has as much stuff to do as we do here in the Midwest but yeah I don't know do you have a top golf like I would totally do top golf yeah but the hatchet throwing is a little weird I feel like I get bored after one throw how much did you love my girl? I made a note about this and sent it to Vanessa. I was dying. So she's wearing like a plaid shirt and then she turns around and it's all sequins in the back. Yes. Only Marge could, f- I, she probably had a custom made. Like that's how amazing she is. I mean, and we love Marge so much. I realized this in our last episode that we nicknamed her Margie. I don't think she goes by Margie. She's Margie to us. <laughs> you know, when Margie I talked to Joe the other day, he said that she likes it. We call her Margie. <laughs> we call her Margie. I do love Margie. Yeah, um, she's, so she's listening. I think she'd be okay with us calling her Margie. Yeah. Yeah. I think so too. It's a pet name. We, we but, love you. Speaking of Margie, how weird was it? First of all, how I would have, like, I don't know how she remains so calm with Danielle, but when Danielle was saying, like, I don't want you to go and was, like, so mad, and she was, like, why are you friends with Dolores? And she's, like, what is it? Because you cheated on her husband and her husband cheated on her. I'm, like, first of all, that's not how you would connect with the human being. No. It'd be the opposite. But She's she's so unstable. She's bizarre. I don't don't get Danielle. I don't really... I mean, I usually have a soft spot for people who are a little misunderstood, but she's just... I don't know. Like, I feel like she has like a, a voodoo doll. <laughs> She's like tapping it before she goes to bed. Like, I don't. Who's her voodoo doll? Know. Do you think it's Dolores? Do you think I it mean, changes? I think it was Siggy. Oh I mean, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. She's just. I don't. I feel like when you have people in your corner, you don't talk to them like that. Like it's just. I I don't know how Marge just kind of sat there if that were me I don't think I would probably speak to that person for a while and she was so calm about how she was like I'm gonna let that go because when you're upset you hit below the belt I'm like okay well I would not be friends with someone and if that was just like a general accepted behavior yeah exactly and yeah she's she's weird I I I I don't get it and something I noticed in that scene uh, is that the makeup this season to me feels very out of control like 
I and I'm not even talking about in the interview scenes, but in that scene in particular, I felt like Danielle's highlighter was a little out of control. Like, ladies, yeah. we know you're recording. Y'all got this entourage of makeup artists, hair people, but let's, you know, bring it down a couple notches for us viewers at home. <laughs> it was it a little Kardashian-like. Like, like yeah. I feel like the Kardashians are always, like, fully contoured and like, oh, hey, I just woke up from a nap. I'm like, no, you didn't. Like, no, no exactly. one wakes up from a nap with, like, no. perfectly blown out hair. No. But, but anyway, side note. That was no, I, I agree. I've kind of been noticing that more and more. In fact, uh, I remember, though, with uh, OC – because they were the first city to like launch all of this. They interviewed some of the women like the fir- from the very first season. And they said that they told them not to like to be real and wear your normal outfits and your normal, normal makeup. And they said after they saw themselves on camera that they all changed and went out and got like a whole new wardrobe and got a makeup team. So I guess it's just kind of the way that these, these cities are moving is everyone's going to be full faced and ready yes. to go. And the only and not to go off on the tangent too much, but the only city that really broadcasts the entourage is Beverly Hills because we know yeah. all these cities do, but we don't usually get to see them. Atlanta does a little bit, but anyways, back on topic. I agree. Yeah. Well, in Beverly Hills, they like travel with them. Like, I feel like they're, I bet they're like Lamb squad is getting paid to be on the show Oh, for sure. because they're on so much. For sure. But the other thing too, that I noticed in almost every scene and V, I saw you did too. What do you think of the decor this year in New Jersey? I'm sorry. It is gaudy AF. I <laughs> do not like any of these homes. I know they were worth so much more than mine. And it's just, I don't, I don't get it. It's like a lot of beige. It's like and beige it's a on lot beige. of patterns. Like beige it's not marble, yeah. like a lot of marble. It's cold. It's not very warm and cozy just well and some of them look like they have a lot of like empty space like the rooms aren't like like you said yeah it's not cozy but it seems like there's like empty parts to it Mm -hmm. maybe because the rooms are so big like when your your living room is the size of like a normal person's 2,000 square foot home well and even the lighting I don't know in Jennifer's house the lighting to me felt very fluorescent and I and maybe because it's all white like everything's White and I'm like, well, her, she just had couches everywhere. I'm like, this woman has 20 sectionals. Yeah, I don't know, people. I mean, maybe stop spending money on the makeup artists and get interior <laughs> designers, ladies, because y'all need some help. <laughs> but I think, speaking of the like a real part of it, so we kind of this that was us being a little uh nitpicky with our Jersey women, but how like heartbreaking was the scene with. Teresa and Joe's dad giving the toast oh for my Easter. Gosh. Super heartbreaking. I I mean, I know he was a little toasted, but I mean, that he, I think he that, killed three I mean, bottles of wine yeah, before. But, but that doesn't. I mean, breaks for him. I know. How much he misses his wife and like. Ah, oh my god! It was no, so no, sad. I just wanted to hug him. I know, and he's in the hospital right now too. So we're thinking of him and hoping he makes a really quick recovery. But that was just I don't know that scene was so sad to me and then after when Teresa I don't know why Teresa she even said like I don't want to get this to you know I hate bringing this up it always you know leads to a fight then it's like well why are you bringing it up but she brought it up in front of him that Joe isn't seeing their dad a lot and I I don't really know whose side I take on that I've kind of like when he said I when Joe was saying back to the dad because he was like you never come to see me I haven't seen you for two weeks you don't call and he's like, I'm, I'm busy. I was busy all week. 
But Gia stepping in and having to be such an adult, that was equally as heartbreaking to me as the toast because I started thinking about it. And this poor girl, I mean, she started, she was so young to remember her singing that song, crying, wanting the family to be back yes. together. Yes. And now here she is and it's like she's grown up, but she like has to be such an adult because you now her, her parents are in and out of jail. I mean, and she's kind of like a parent, like an adult, like telling the adults to act like adults. Like it's I know. not as heartbreaking to me. And you shouldn't have to ask. I mean, uh, I don't know. I know there's a lot that we don't see on the show, but that was heartbreaking. And I know. Part of me is like, Joe, go see your dad. Call your dad on your way home. I know you're busy. Yeah, I know. That made me sad. Yeah, exactly. Um, But so, I mean, great. Another great episode, though, for New Jersey. And obviously, our thoughts are with Nono. We hope he, you know, quickly is out of the hospital. But um, what's going on in OC? Because I saw there was some drama on Instagram between Emily and Tamara over some fake storyline. So the biggest part of the fake storyline is all stemming from this episode. And next week is the finale because Emily's having a party. It's how it always ends. I think it's so funny. You can predict, you know, the storyline for each season just because they follow the same pattern. But before all this drama came out, I was watching the episode and this tea reader is coming in. So, you know, you, you drink the tea and then you flip it upside down and it like leaves these patterns in the cup and that can like predict your future. And it, it, at first, I was, yeah, I'm like, okay. Better and than it, the hatchet throwing, at least. I, yeah, I mean, I'd be more, I would go to tea reading before I go hatchet throwing for sure. But it like, and at first I'm like, maybe it's the editing, but this woman, it seems so vague. And it seemed like, like what she was saying to people, I'm like, okay, well, like, clearly you signed a release to be on the show. You could have looked all these women up before. And if you've ever watched the show, like some of the, like Tamara has been on it since season three. So you've, if you've watched it, you've seen her whole life unfold. So she starts mentioning divorce with Tamara. And at first I thought she was talking about Simon who she had divorced. Uh, and then, Oh yeah. Simon. I forgot about that. Yeah. He was like super controlling. So I thought it was more that. And then she was like implying it was Eddie but like all of her stuff to everybody was like so vague. And like, she was like, there's somebody with an SH in their name. And it was just, they're like, Oh, it's Shannon. It has to be Shannon. It was like, well, there's a million other SH name. Well, not really a million, but you know, like <laughs> yeah. it was just odd. They all jumped on that. So I'm like, it just felt really fake. And that was Tamara's whole thing that she said that the tea reader said to her before they started filming, I've been watching the show forever. I'm your biggest fan and mentioned that she's a hairdresser. So I would like thought this tea reading was such a joke and that's Tamara's um, where she's going with it. Emily's claiming that the woman, you know, she had never met her before. There's no way she knew that these women were going to be here. It's, I don't know. I have to almost side with Tamara only because I feel like she's been on the show long enough that like all these different points that she like was trying to call out with Emily, if they weren't real, like her wrist would have been slapped so hard and she's seen people get fired. So like, clearly she would be not one to do that where I feel like Emily might, cause it's a little bit of a beginner's mistake. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I'm really curious to see if some of this though is Tamar bringing it up because it gets talked about in the reunion. And so she wants to like prepare everyone now, wow. like here's her side of the story. Cause yeah. Tamar's kind of calculated like that. Last so thing, housewife move. They're going to yeah. seats. They're going to come out. So, but, oh my God, the other thing too, and we did a poll about who said, are you on the geriatrics or I put the youngins, but 
I think Kelly thinks this is a joke and Shannon and Vicky think they're like really making fun of them. And Shannon gets so upset. Like Shannon is like, so, I mean, she's so easy to make upset these days, but it was funny. She's like, they're making fun of us. And they said something about like, go enjoy your foot cream. And she's like, they're making fun of your foot cream. And like, Oh my God. Clearly it's just like a joke because they didn't want to go out. They wanted to stay in um, because they said they were old. So oh my God. Hilarious. that's, that's kind of OC in a nutshell. The only other thing that was like really sad is Gina FaceTimed her kids because she um, was getting ready for her birthday and it was her husband's night with them. And I think that was like the first time her, divorce seemed kind of real because all the Aww. other things about her divorce like she was still hooking up with her husband they talked about how they're having phone sex it's like oh they're just kind of splitting up because it's convenient and like that part of it I think like kind of made those of us watching realize like oh Gina's divorce isn't this easy like yeah. plan that she's kind of made it out to be oh wow but, I can't well I'll I might tune into the finale the finale would be good or I mean I'm sure it'll be a three-part reunion too so you'll be fully caught up Perfect. I'll Through catch that. up. So Atlanta. Our, yes. Uh, Portia did not get engaged, but she got a Rolex, Rolex and a diamond necklace. It's a nice I mean, little teaser. Yeah. Just, yeah. Like appetizer before the main course. Yeah. <laughs> um, and honestly, with Atlanta, the biggest takeaway for me, and this is bizarre, but is how do you feel about toothbrush sharing? Because there's a huge scene between Portia and Dennis and how he he got her a toothbrush but she was talking about how she shares a toothbrush with him all the time so this went like viral because i don't watch atlanta and like wendy williams was like jumping in on this and i've seen it on my instagram everywhere i think it's kind of gross i will say i've used kevin's toothbrush one time because i forgot where we were and we might have gone to like kansas city for a wedding and we um it might have been kelly and alex's wedding now that i think about it and i left my toothbrush I'd been staying with family like a couple nights before, but we stayed at the hotel that night and I left my toothbrush at my sister's house. So I just used Kevin's that next morning, but I would not habitually use someone's toothbrush. No, I I think I probably did in college, not going to lie, but no, I mean, if you're going there on the reg, just pack your toothbrush or just have him get one. Go on. It's funny. Yeah. It was interesting. And then the only other things that kind of happened. Uh, so Greg's health, he's still, that, like, it's heartbreaking watching him. Because you can tell he's, like, trying to power through with everything that he's going through for Nini. But the women have been really supportive. And they've been, I feel like, getting along so far, which is great. And then I also want to just give my condolences to all the housewives. I mentioned Kim Porter, which is Diddy's ex-wife. I don't know if you saw that. She passed away suddenly no She's, uh 47 like no one knows they don't know why but I think her and Diddy had like five kids oh really so it's just sad but a lot of the Atlanta housewives posted pictures about her Aww. and their condolences and stuff so much love to the Atlanta crew that's awful yeah I know not to end on a somber note but let's maybe let's end on a happy note let's <laughs> end with a happy note which is our shout out um this I like love doing this. I think it's so fun. Vanessa and I have like such a fun time thinking of who we're going to shout out and it's harder than it, we think it's going to be each week. So this week we needed to do a shout out to all of our male fans. Uh, we were not expecting some of them, like some of these men to be such quick fans of ours and they've been so supportive and so sweet and reached out to us um, individually or as a group to let us know how much they love the podcast. And they love our Instagram 
So all of our male fans, but particularly and especially Joe, Margie's husband, obviously, Anthony, yes. uh, Anthony, if Anthony Lario. Yeah, yes. please listen, follow him on Instagram. He's been super supportive. Another fan of Bravo. Yes, he's got a great podcast. Um, you know, we'll make sure we tag him uh, in this uh, post about the podcast because Anthony, uh, he's been great. And then, um, so those are two people that we only know through Instagram and through the podcast world. But then Michael and Gavin um, have been super uh, supportive, reaching out to, I don't know Gavin. Um, that's Yeah, I know Gavin, yeah. but he reached out to Kyle and that he listened. So, no, thank you so much for your support. We're yes. thrilled. And then, Michael, we know that you've been dying for this uh, episode to drop. Shout so, out. shout yeah. out to Michael. Shout out to Michael. And we can't leave out our husbands. Of course. They have to be fans, but we appreciate them being fans and all their support. And, um so thank you to all the men that are fans of Real Moms of Bravo. Is your daily grind getting you down? A Thermospas hot tub may be the solution. Just a few minutes under those powerful, soothing jets, and all your stress seems to melt away, like you're lying on a cloud of bubbles. You'll not only feel better, but sleep better, too. Call 877-861-4672 now. And for a limited time, save $1,250. Call 877-861-4672 or visit thermospas.com to schedule a free on-site assessment.